Hello, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today we are doing another segment of Renegade Revival, and my husband is preaching. So sit back, relax. If you want to get filled, just listen. All right. Verse 2. Joseph, a young man of 17, was trading the flock with his brothers and the sons of Belahem, and the sons of Silva, and the, and, the father, and the father's wives, he had brought their fathers a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his sons, because he had been born to him in his old age. He has made a richly, he made a richly garment, a robe for him. When his brothers saw this, that what his father did, that his father loved him more than any of them, of his other brothers, they hated him and could not speak any kind of words to him. Joseph had a dream. When he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were biting sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaves rose and stood up upright. While your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed to me. His brother mm -hmm. said to him, do you, do you intend to reign over us? You actually rule over us? You the youngest? <laughs> They, but they hated him all the more, yeah. all the more because of his dream and what he said. Then he had another dream. And he said to his brothers, listen, he said, I had another dream. And this time the sun and the moon, 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told this to his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream you had? Son? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to you on the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him. And his father kept the matter in mind. Um, one thing that I want to talk to you about, about Joseph. Joseph had what we call um, a very special gift. He was a dreamer. God would give him gifts of dreams. Um, God, I feel like, chose Joseph for a very specific reason at that moment in time. And it wasn't just because um, that, you know, he was the youngest and he was his father, Jacob's favorite. But there was, I feel like Jacob knew that there was a calling on Joseph for, for a greater, for a higher calling. Um, and the reason that his brothers hated Jacob's, I mean, Joseph so much, it wasn't because, yes, they were jealous, but it was because of the calling that was on his life. Joseph had a global calling. Globally, he had a global calling. He had the answer to the fate of a nation in his belly. A fate of a nation was at stake. Now I'm going to go from verse 12, still in chapter 37 to verse 12. Now his brothers had gone to gaze their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, as you and your brothers are gazing the flock near Shechem, come, and I am going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. So when he said that to them, he said, go and see that all is well with your brothers and the flocks and bring them and bring back the word to me. 
Then he sent them out into the valley of Hebron. Then Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the field and asked him, what are you looking for? He replied, I am looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where, they, where their flocks are getting? They have moved on from here. The man answered, I heard them say, let's go to Dadron. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dadron. Then they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said wow. to each other. Now, come now, let's kill him. Let's throw him in a pit. In a pit. And let's say the ferocious animals devoured him. Well, let's see what comes of his dreams. I want to stop right there before I go any further. That wasn't his brother's talking right here. That was the devil. Because the devil knew what was inside of Joseph long before Joseph knew what was inside of him. This had nothing to do with anything except that that call that was in Joseph's belly that was greater than some jealousy. At, it was greater than what Jacob's favor had over his son. No, Joseph had an answer to the world that was in his belly. And the enemy tried to take him out before that thing was released globally. I want you guys to listen to this because it's very important. Before I go any further, I want to stop. So it's going to be a lot of reading and stopping, so you got to pay attention. It's going to be my spirit. We've been saying how the Lord, we're in a time right now where there's famine in the land, plagues, pestilence. Everything's going crazy. We are the answer, guys. He's put strategies in our belly, ideas in our mind. We have to tap into that. Me and Pop's been talking, me and Mom's been talking. He's, 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 this is the time for us to prepare. To prepare. God will give us dreams in this season. He will give us visions, ideas, strategies. We talk about a food shortage. God's putting people start to start a garden. Start this. Start that. So that, puts, so, so, that, so that tells us that we need to prepare. And there's something, there was, there was something in Joseph that the Lord, these dreams he was giving him. Right. And a lot of you guys know the story, so you kind of, kind of got the idea where I'm going with this. Um, where was that? Stop at 20. 20. 21. When Reuben heard of this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into the pit. We're in the, we're in the desert, but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said to, to Reuben said this to rescue him and take him back to, to his father, their father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, his, his beautiful robe that his father gave him. And they, the, they, the richly endormited robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the pit. And the pit was empty, and there was no water in it. Just threw him in the pit. As they sat down to eat their meal, while he was in the pit, <laughs> that's not something, right? <laughs> they looked up and saw a cavern of Ishmaelites coming to Gilead. Gilead. And camels were loaded with spices, bale, and marth. And they were on their way to take him them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother? Cover up his blood. Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. Let's not get their hands dirty. Right. So when they came, to make a long story short, when they came, they sold their own brother and the, and the Egyptian slave 
their own brother, youngest brother, into enslavement. Right. Now, for me, if that happened to me, I would want to get, get a knife. <laughs> if I ever see these guys again, it's Shrek. But we got to love, though. We got to love. Yeah, yeah. And um, in this whole story, um, God teaches Joseph how to love. Amen. Because from now, from that moment, since he was 17 years old, to the next time, and he's in his 30s, it takes him that time to forgive all his family. Sure. 30 years. 30 years. Now, we're going to go back. And I want to say, say this before I go any further. In order for the Lord to truly bless us, and we've been talking about it, we talk about enlarging our camp, enlarging our territory. Sure. I truly believe that even though his brothers did that to Joseph and the enemy tried to take him out, that was the Lord's mercy in his brother Reuben at that moment to say, let's not get our hands dirty. Let's just send him to Egypt. Not knowing that's what God wanted all along. See, sometimes in our lives, we, what we think is the devil doing something in our lives, sometimes God will say, no, that's not what I want. And he'll leave an open door to actually go do what he really wouldn't do in your life. We think it's the enemy, but really it's an open door to God say, no, I want you to go this way. And even though you may feel hurt, you may feel pain about a certain situation, it's the will of God. And sometimes, as we know, the will of God is not always fun. It's not always, it don't always feel good. It's not always comfortable. Sometimes it hurts. Even Jesus Christ, like, went in the garden. He said, Lord, let your, let, not my will, but let your will be done. He kissed the cross. And I feel like God's best men, his best men that he cares for, his best soldiers, his best sergeants, his best fathers, he always gives them the hardest things to do because he trusts them. Yes. He trusts them with the answers. Yes. He trusts them. Yes, Another reason why the Lord had to remove Joseph from his family is because he was too familiar with them. Yes. They sold him, he sold him into Egypt, not knowing that Egypt is the place where Joseph was going to have the greatest answer in the whole entire world. Right. That's right. That's true. Joseph did not know a famine was coming. No, but guess what? Joseph knew the dreams he had, though, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He knew the dreams he had. So let's go from here. And we're going to read Genesis. Good to see you, Phil. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, brother? Okay. Genesis 39. 39. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Ishmaelite, bought him from the Ishmaelite, who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph. I'm going to stop that right there, y'all. That's so much to that. Yeah, oh, my right, goodness. Right, right, right. Ooh-wee. Right. It said the Lord was That's with good. Joseph. Yeah, right, amen. Mm-mm-mm. Have y'all ever felt that? Like when, 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 when like y'all in a place with the Lord where no matter who hurts you, no matter what happens, I don't care if, if you get thrown, if you get beaten, if you get betrayed, if you get lied on, 
Because the Lord's still with you. Because as long as he's with me, it don't matter what you do, it don't matter what you say, I'm going to be blessed regardless. If I'm in the middle of a pit, I'm going to be blessed. If I'm in the middle, I'm going to be blessed regardless. Amen. It said the Lord was with Joseph. And he prospered. And he lived in the house of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, oh my goodness, that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes. Talking about blessing our territory, enlarge our territory, not just enlarge our territory, but the people around us. Amen. And because of this, Potiphar put him in charge of his household. And he instructed him to his care of everything he owned. Everything. It's amazing, y'all. From the time he put him in charge of his household yes, and is. all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household in the Egyptian and the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was, was on everything Potiphar had. So it didn't matter what Potiphar had. The moment Joseph stepped. Come on, come on. Blessing came. Yes, blessing came. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Come come on, and Potiphar knew that. He said, it's something about this. I just can't. See, when you in, when you in Home Depot, people just know it. They said, what's on them? I know there's something on them. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to find out. Yeah. Yeah. It's the blessing yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. 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 Roy, you go, like, when we go drive or something, how many people you know that work on cars or, or you do something, and, and they know you because they see a blessing of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's contagious. Yeah. It's contagious. Yeah. We keep talking about all this, this vaccine stuff and all this virus. No. I see what's contagious. The blessing of the Lord. Seduced Joseph, lied on him, and guess what? He got sent to jail again for something he didn't even do. Potiphar's wife lied on him, bashed his name. See, we, we got to learn when you're walking with that type of high blessing, yes. you're walking with that authority. Yes. The enemy's gonna send everybody to bash your name because yes. he's the accuser. He's the accuser of the brother yes. and daily. He yes. will accuse you of things. You didn't say, you didn't do. Why? The enemy wants you to say, God, you're not for me. You're not with me. Because from day one, what he told Job, what he told Job, he, 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 he said, that's a righteous man. He's wait till I'm the devil said, wait till I'm done with him. Wait till he's righteous. Just wait and see if he blame. It's God, God, this is your fault. But Job still said, Who made the stars? Where, where, where was I? I was nothing. You right. did all this. Yeah. Right. Right. Amen. Bless the Lord. Ooh, Jesus. The Lord. So, um, it took a while for Joseph to really 
he held a lot of unforgiveness. He held a lot, a lot of pain. Yes. And you see through the years from, from 17 till he was 35. So through all those years, he had pain. He had sorrow. He had just, just pain that he couldn't really describe. He couldn't relate. He was in a whole new culture he had to adjust to. So he had to learn all new language, culture, how they do things. I mean, everything. And as you guys know, Pharaoh, who's the top of Egypt, been struggling, struggling with dreams. So we're going to start. We're going to read this real quick. Going to start. Some little letters in that box. I know. Listen, <laughs> be, be patient with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can read it, man. Right. Got the money glasses, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for 41? Yep. Okay, we're at verse 33. So, 41-33? Yep. 41-33. And now let Pharaoh look for discerning and wise men to put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food, all these good years that are coming to store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh and to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in reverse for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. So Joseph, the Pharaoh's having these dreams about, as you guys know, you guys know the story about seven cows and seven grains. So in other words, there was going to be seven years of famine in Egypt, and seven years of plenty of abundance. So Pharaoh says, there's this man who's in prison. His name is Joseph. I heard he, he can interpret dreams. I've been having this dream. So Joseph, as you guys know, tells him about the dream, and he puts Joseph over his whole palace, over his whole estate, over all the food, over all the grain, right. over everything. He says, nobody is going to be above you. Besides me. So what, I, what I'm trying to get here is, y'all, is sometimes he can take us from the pit to the palace. Amen. Jesus. Yes. Because he had an answer. They were about to have the greatest seven-year famine in the history of, the, of their time. And this man of God, Joseph, had the answer. Yes. He had the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. And this man who was probably, this, this Pharaoh who was ungodly, didn't know anything about, about the laws of the, of, of the Hebrews of God. He said, I know that. The spirit of God is on this man. I don't know it's God, but I know it's on him, and I know it's real. Yes. Right. And that's what, listen, y'all. That's what that's what people need to see in us right now. Amen. That's what that's what we that's what they need to see, Tim. They need to see the blessing of the Lord on us, the spirit of God on us so much, where it don't matter. They're like, I don't know what God you serve, but I want to get to know that God. I want to get to know Jesus. Amen. They so worried about all these athlete stars and all this stuff, and all I want to do is I want to hear about. Lady Gaga, and I want to hear about all this. I want to hear about Beyonce, and I want to hear about mm -hmm. LeBron James, and all stuff, which is cool. Like they're great, they're talented athletes. But I, but I need something that's gonna move me. 
I need somebody with the spirit of God. That's so, that's just so, it, it don't even exist no more, y'all. It's, it's because of the lack of the church. It's because the church has gone dry. It's because the church has not stepped up to the, to the plate. And that's why the Lord has brought us here to be the answer, to be the ones, to, 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 to follow the call, to, to, take, to take the reins and take the bull by the horn and, 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 and be the church. And be the church. Yes, Lord Jesus. And that's what I really want to say is we have the answer. We have the answer. He will give it to you in your dreams. He will give it to you in a lot of places. And I really feel like in this time with all these mass regulations and everything going on, I really think that we need to hear from God more than we ever have yes, been yes. before. Yes. Because we talked about like the food shortage that's going on right now. Guess what? God give us somebody an answer for that. Right. Yes. Give, somebody, he, he, God give an answer to the school system. He's giving somebody an answer for that. He's given an answer. Absolutely. We just gotta tap into it and listen. He's giving us an answer for our kids, for our family. Yes, Lord. He gave Joseph an answer. That's right. That's Lord. And when we when he became the head of Egypt. He brought all his family back with him. Yes. So because God gave him that one answer, all of Israel was blessed because of that one man. Yes. So if yes. if the Lord did not send him to Egypt with that answer, and Joseph, listen to this, and Joseph would have stayed where he was, they all would have died in that place. Yes. yes. Think about that. Yes. It's a lot of times that the Lord does stuff with us that feels uncomfortable. Right. We don't like it. Jo Joseph didn't like being sold in slavery by his own family. But the Lord said, it may not feel good, but there's a purpose I have a plan for you, Joseph. You may not understand it right now. What did, what did Jesus tell Peter when he washed the disciples' feet? He says, you don't understand what I'm doing now, Peter, but he said, later you'll understand. <laughs> he said, later you'll understand. And I'm going to tell you guys something. The Lord does that to us a lot, guys. A lot. Yes. He'll, he'll, he'll give us a picture. He'll give us something. He ain't going to tell us the whole story. He ain't going to tell us everything. Because if we do everything, we'll probably mess it up. We'll probably mess it up. So I think that's why he only gives us just a little just a little taste. Just to see if we be obedient or if we follow. Or if we go through it, we step out in faith. And I think once we do, that's when he says, okay, now I'll, go, I'll give you this. Now I'll give you that. Now I'll give you access to this. Now I'll give you access to that. You know, we were talking about access. Look what the Lord did for Joseph on the access. I mean, people all around the world were coming to him for food. <laughs> and that's what the Lord wants to do with us. We are the answer. We are the answer. Greatest speed. Yes. 
And next is? Combustion. That's purpose. I'm going to say that again. That, that was, when your calling meets the world's greatest need, that's when, I believe that's the, that's the Lord's will. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yep. I'm going to say it again. When your calling meets the world's greatest need, that's the will of God. Yes. And it's up to you to step out or, ste or, or don't. Or he'll use somebody else. Right. Yes. somebody else. That's right. But we need to be like Joseph. Yeah, he, 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 was, he, was, he, was, he was a very hated man, but he, he, he had a gift. He had answers. He had answers to. To a lot of things that the Lord gave to him. He was a blessed man. Mm. But a lot of people nowadays, they don't understand blessed men. Yes. Because and even though we have the answers, guess what, guys? A lot of people are afraid of the answers that we have. Right. They mess up. What they have going on. Right. Uh -huh. That's what it is. And that's yeah. a threat. That's yes. a threat. Yes, yeah. it is. And that's what we face now. So that's that, that's it, guys. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you in the trenches next time.